0: Welcome back, Welcome back to Gnomes Like, like Us, Us, the podcast that reminds, that reminds you it's hip to be square. Uh, my name's Venom, and it's time, time we finally came out of the Eddie closet and talked, talked Venom, and talked about all things Venom, that's me, on Gnomes like, like Us, like I a turn in the podcast. podcast. You live in
1: my body, you live by my rules. We should be out there snacking on bad gosh. Something you wicked this swear comes. Oh shit, that is a red one You need to come out right now I will let you eat everybody Promise I promise Oh yeah
2: You heard it up top Like a podcast in the wind That's right, we're talking Venom Here on Normies Like Us With your host, uh, Colin Cassidy That's a pretty good one I'll just do
1: Mike (laughs) Biote. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's a great one. Eddie Cobb.
2: Mm-hmm. Even better.
1: <laughs> Even better. So it is uh, Venom. Let There Be Carnage has just released. Venom. We kind of talked, We, you know, we did a Venom. Tom Hardy tribute episode. That's we talked right. a little bit of that, but we've never really dove into, you know, some Legends episodes Venom proper. So we're going to be reviewing the new movie and talking about Venom, you know, the one and only uh, Eddie Brock's best friend and some other people's best friend too, depending on what iteration. But that's what we're here to talk, guys. The the original symbiote,
2: yes. symbiote,
1: however you say and it. How I'm going to say, say
2: wow, that's a great question, symbiont, symbiote. I remember the trailer for the first one where Jenny Slate says symbiote, and everyone's like, oh, I don't know if this is going to be any <laughs> what? good. Yeah, um, I don't know S-
0: symbiote. I'm pretty sure S- symbiote. 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 Oh,
2: symbiote. But I was going to say big episode because Mike. This is, you know, you set up, I think maybe in the first podcast episode, that you had only owned one comic book ever, kind of in your lifetime. We are fucking yeah. here to talk about this comic book character today. We've
1: made it, yes. So to uh, bring the viewers up to speed, back in the early days... Um we were just talking our history with comic books, movies, et cetera, and you know, I really am not a comic book person. You probably know that, and the only one that I did own was um, the Carnage <laughs> edition Maximum of Carnage. You know, Maximum Carnage, Amazing Spider-Man. Carnage. Yeah, the the only one with the origin of Cletus Cassidy, and you know, Carnage going to put so uh,
2: your favorite in a Matchbox comic book character dot 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 question mark.
1: I think at that time, yeah. I mean, wow. I had also the uh, the one foot tall, like, you know, they had the big plastic figurines. I had the giant Carnage with, like, snap-on claws and Whoa. stuff. Um, so, I, I did like the symbiotes a lot. Like, I liked Carnage. I liked Venom. Um, and... Some of his friends. I don't remember their names. I no. know we have someone named Impossible. what? Shriek in this, it, but there was Scream, th- Mike, right? Like, <laughs> throw
2: him out, doesn't matter. Jacob. <laughs> your history with the whatever you want to call them symbiotes? Uh, I don't
0: really have that much history with them. Like, I didn't. I mean, my general impression of Venom, like in the 90s, was he was kind of like edgy, cool Spider Man, but I didn't really. Like, I wasn't really a comics book sp- person as a kid either and um so i just kind of knew spider-man from like the tv show and then i just knew venom because like he was kind of everywhere like his like the marketing of venom just as a as a character an image was very popular but i didn't know what he was all sure. about really
2: and, and yeah i mean you nailed it
0: good <laughs> yeah
2: well he's, you know spider-man, Spider-Man. Man
0: 3 says, says it all you know it's like, that's kind of my biggest knowledge of, of Venom is from <laughs> Spider-Man 3, directed by Sam Raimi.
1: Well, one thing, and we'll, we'll get into it more, in a, um, you know, Venom became that way because he became an anti-hero. And he didn't become an anti-hero until Carnage showed up, Mm. which kind of like, oh, we need to work together to defeat this thing. And so the first Venom movie was like, he's already an anti-hero. Like, it it didn't make a lot of sense. But now we get Carnage in the mix. But Colin, what's kind of your history with uh, the symbiotes and Carnage and Venom?
2: I I don't know. There was a time where I think young Colin would have been like, you know, my Mount Marvel more, you know, for Mount Rushmore. Not even just going like Mm -hmm. the super villains. I would have put Venom on there. Loved him as a kid, just kind of loved how he looked or whatever. Now I think he's a little too edgy. Uh, we'll kind of talk about what I've seen in the movies, Jacob. Obviously, three, Topher Grace is just like such a taste in our mouths uh, that I'll just <laughs> never get over. But I have right. a history, of course, on this podcast of railing against a symbiont ick relationship in the Deep Space Nine universe. I gotta say, <laughs> my issue... Oh, yeah. Does not extend to the Marvel world because I like the idea that Venom is a little head of a guy that can pop out and be like, Hey, Colin, how's your day? And I'm like, Venom, my day's going great. How are we doing? Opposed right. to Jadzia Dax, who's like, No, the thing that it's inside me is the thing that's me forever. <laughs> well, that's it's where interesting. I lose it a yeah, it's interesting uh. that
0: that's considered a symbiote because the difference between a symbiote and a parasite, right, is that a mm. symbiote both. Parts of it benefit from the relationship in some way. So I guess when they hmm. named it, them the symbiotes or whatever, they had that in mind because that's what scientifically it means. Um, so he's not a parasite; he's he's a symbiote, right?
2: Eddie benefits. That makes by a lot of sense. Not dying immediately like <laughs> the other people, I guess.
0: I guess he gets he gets like
1: superpowers, I guess, and he, yeah. can, he can, yeah. can fight crime. He gets powers and if he wants to can grab his motorcycle out of midair <laughs> yeah, if he needs to. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> You're right, Mike. That's pretty – yeah, yeah. He he benefits. He doesn't, like, you know, get to have a normal life. That's a big – yeah. Thanks, Venom. Thanks for taking me. I would say in the first
0: movie, arguably, Venom kind of ruined his whole life. But,
1: yeah. Yeah, we'll have to get into (laughs) that. But uh, anything else up top? You did mention Topher Grace. That was a very particular take on Venom. But now we have the the new iteration. Not only
0: Topher Grace, but just uh, Parasite – or symbiote Tobey Maguire when he's like Dark Spider-Man and we
2: get that whole... Like when he's got, like, Maguire. The teeth yeah. and stuff, guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're saying even, yes, Peter Parker as well. Well, I was going to throw yeah. it to the the animated cartoon series we watched growing up nineteen ninety three, 1993. Uh, Hank Azaria, obviously most known for The Simpsons and stuff, played mm-hmm. Eddie Brock. Were you guys kind of exposed to mm-hmm. that iteration of Venom at all?
1: Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was... That's right after uh, they were building, like, the giant spider robots. And then the, uh, that, and that's where the Venom Saga sure. happened for that. And, uh, yeah, I was a big fan of that era. I watched a lot of it. Um, the Spider-Man show specifically more than, like, X-Men or those other shows. Sure. So. Fox Kids animated,
2: Mike. Tune in.
1: I've been looking forward to, say, seeing Carnage specifically mm. in a film for probably, you know, most of my life. Uh, we'll have to wow see how it went. But yeah. Yeah, I
0: was born into the X Men. I for some reason I just remember the X Men animated show a lot better than like the specifics of the Spider Man show. I don't know why that is, but
1: yeah. Yeah, well, maybe we should just jump right into it. I mean, there's a maybe even a mutant in this. Speaking of the X Men, we'll have to talk about it, but uh, we'll dive into the history and uh, appearances of Venom, and wrap it up with "Let There Be Carnage" review. Uh, normies like us.
2: back we're talking chocolate we're talking brains we're talking venom on normies like us uh spoilers like mike said we're gonna get to let there be carnage at some point we're also gonna talk the first venom movie if you have not seen those Mm -hmm. be weary and
1: the tv shows so if you haven't seen those we'll spoil (laughs) that too (laughs) we'll do
2: a quick little bit of history 1982 fan mail okay somebody writes in responding to a contest of What would you do to sort of design stuff in the Marvel Universe? And a guy goes, I would make a black Spider-Man suit. I would make it dope and edgy. It would have a white awesome emblem, and it would look cool as shit. And Marvel Mm -hmm. goes, oh, shit, that's the best idea we've ever heard in our lives. Oh, my God. that's a good idea. Why haven't we done that before?
0: Well, if you think about it, the the Venom logo, I guess, is kind of like if the Spider-Man logo met the Punisher logo and then they had sex and then the Venom logo was <laughs> like their baby.
1: Sure. <laughs> you know what? Sure. Describing that character, though, is if, if Spider-Man and the Punisher had a baby, <laughs> like that is basically right. What dead on. Yeah. You know? uh, there's <laughs> totally. what if
2: is going on right now, guys. There's a very famous what if early <laughs> issue that is what if the Punisher got the Venom symbiote. So, so look that up. That does happen a couple times. Um, oh fair. Yeah, the, it goes to a lot of different people It goes actually, to a lot of dummies calling. The first appearance though, two years after that They give this kid mm-hmm. the opportunity Not a kid, a, a young man writing and winning this contest The opportunity and say, yep. how would you do it? We will pay you here, here's $200 for your idea He goes, I would do this, I would do that They go, your idea fucking sucks We're Marvel, <laughs> we're taking over We're going to micromanage it It debuts mm-hmm. two years later in 1984 In a very famous storyline Called Secret Wars His outfit gets ripped up. Reed Richards, I need a new spider suit. Oh, well, we're on an alien planet in the biggest, most epic crossover of all time. Go over to that thing. It'll make you a suit. Oh, it's a little black dot. What do you mean it'll make me a suit? Swip, blah, 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 blah. I'm Venom Spider-Man now. He comes Mm -hmm. back to Earth, and for almost 50 issues, guys, he is in the black suit. He's celebrating. We're taking it all the way up to the big iconic issue 300. Where we're subtly writing in some cool stuff of what if that alien suit is not all that it seems?
1: Hmm. Yeah, maybe um, more sinister or maybe even malignant mm-hmm. than if it would first appear. <laughs> we're or, Mike, uh, there's hideous. a lot about
2: that movie I want to talk about. <laughs> but yes, you're absolutely right. Uh, like a cancer, it starts feeding off of him, heightening his negative emotions. It culminates into him ripping this thing off. In a church, we've kind of all seen it because we saw it happen to Toby Maguire. That's kind of like a panel for panel interpretation. Very cool looking. Drips down on Mm -hmm. Eddie Brock. Venom emerges. And from there, I mean, it really is a wacky history of what you're saying, Mike, where he is kind of towing the line forever of Awesome, we made the Joker for Spider-Man. This is his iconic anti-villain. Oh, everybody loves him. Ah, shit. Well, I guess he's a vigilante now. <laughs> and it's, yeah, that's it's right. just something mm-hmm. they just struggle with for the rest of time. Yeah, it's like a face that, turn, right? Yes. Well, wrestling. no, that's
1: that's the thing. It's in the '90s, right? The, the attitude era. All the good guys were bad guys, and all the bad guys were good guys. Right. You know, like Hollywood. So Venom Cold Hogan and-
2: walks out. <laughs> he he does the suck it. Yeah, he's brother. part of DX Generation now.
1: Hmm. Exactly, totally. and he's he's edgy, and that's what the era was defined by. I think and Venom hit at the right time. I yes. think to capture that that edge, hundred percent. Um, what have you got? An emo Spider-Man suit, but there is like, like I think at one point the guy who is Scorpion has the Venom suit. Like it, throughout the comics, right? He has another well, couple other iterations. And
2: Mike, up to you know him having another child. This is where Carnage comes out. You know the symbiotes can yep. respawn. Like you said, we get Lasher, Scream. Riot Toxin All these other fucking yeah. multicolored motherfuckers Great, awesome Let me tell you where symbiotes are right now All of this mythology and stuff Has really wrapped up into Marvel realizing These are some of our most popular things ever The most popular Funko Pops That sell now Are what are called Venomized Pops It's every superhero mm. you can imagine Wearing a symbiote suit
0: Yes, I've seen those
2: they can't. And they're top sellers. They can't fight it, so right. they do huge arcs now, where you get the backstory that the symbiotes are actually really called Clintars, and they're from a magic you know planet of a hive mind of symbiotes, where you know it was actually the evil toxins of Eddie Brock that made him bad. Clintars are all naturally good, and they've spawned and existed for decades. Oh, but one of the Eternals that we're going to see in the upcoming movies is actually Mm -hmm. the god of the symbiotes and he's the black king and they're all gonna have to come down and face him and he looks like you know like a big white-haired skull guy and you're like this this doesn't sound like venom you know this doesn't (laughs) sound like what does all that have to do with spider-man
1: yeah that's expanding on the symbiote lore not what i'm into i don't want to know your home planet personally right yeah that's weird i like that it's it's almost like a single life form. Like I don't care about its history. It just got all its, its relatives. Sometimes it doesn't mix. Mike
2: well, that's it's the thing like is like when John you there's yeah. the thing. You know, sometimes it's like a cool, interesting, unique sci fi. You don't need right backstory.
1: Yeah, it's like this anomaly. Yeah, I don't want to know where that thing came well, from. Well I think that's
2: the
0: problem when you have you basically have a character designed around basically just a cool looking image and then you try to make a, a backstory surrounding that character but just based on you know, it looking cool and then yes. you got to
1: expand out from there. Yeah. But, uh, overall, um, what do you think about the other symbiotes that aren't venom and carnage? Like you said, we have toxin, we have, um, anti-venom. Is that another different symbiote too? It,
2: yes. Technically it's a thing. Riot is technically a comic book. Absolutely. Um, I don't know. Here's the thing. I would never want to bite someone and have a bunch of fluid come out of my mouth, but we're going to talk about that a little later. I just, again, it's so sticky. Would you guys want to use what the Marvel called these symbiotes? Would you have one of these things go on you and get all gooey?
1: (laughs) Hmm. Um, Do you want to get gooey? Do you want to get gooey? Um, I I used to like, you know, watch Nickelodeon and see people get slimed. And I always thought (laughs) that was very unappealing. Probably, well, yeah. I, I imagine this would be like that What if your symbiote
2: mic was bright green like Gak, like Nickelodeon slime, <laughs> and you were like a Ninja Turtle uh, symbiote? But, but Yeah, we would say we are Nick. Yeah. But I guess if this and goo gives go, you,
0: you know, turns into <laughs> in a super-powered monster, then it would be kind of cool, right? I
2: guess. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I don't, I don't think I want to get goopy and have another being with a consciousness I have to... As we see, right. it seems hard to live with this that's thing. A, yeah, you got to have uh, a symbiotic relationship. Yeah, yeah. you always have the voice in your head. you got to manage that relationship day in, day out. Uh, you get superpowers, but what What if it goes wrong? What if you don't get along? And that's kind of, I guess, the segue to what the Tom Hardy right, baby. movies are. Right. You know, we saw them in the TV show, but it is weird to have, you know, Sony set this up. Here's a Tom Hardy Spider-Man but there was no Spider-Man, Tom Hardy, uh, Venom, you know, but a Spider-Man villain. And it's like, you kind of can't have Venom without Spider-Man. He even borrows his logo because he was on Spider-Man first, right. but now he's got white veins and stuff. But it's the odd couple. We got Eddie Brock and, and Venom. And let's talk about the first movie a little bit before we at least get into uh, right. Let There Be well, Carnage. Well,
0: Colin, notoriously, so we, win saw uh, Let There Be Carnage last weekend, and Colin... Has not seen the first
2: movie at all. I have not. And I was going oh, to track it down. Here's my mini rant. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sony, Sony, a thing that we all have a lot of, TVs and Playstations, <laughs> does yeah. not have a streaming yeah. service. They have mm-hmm. shared stock in Stars, Showtime, and Cinemax, and they move their properties around. I talk hmm. into my little Apple TV and go, Venom, I wanna, I want to see Venom. I've wanted to see that for a long time. It's impossible to find. Mike, there was like a PlayStation Live or something at one point, right? I remember they had like an original TV show mm-hmm. called Powers.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah. They had like, they, I remember what the PlayStation Live thing, yeah, they were trying to like get that going like do it. an in-house so network. So you couldn't even rent it
2: on Amazon Prime or anything like that? Oh, I like probably that. could. And I probably could have pirated it. But look, here's my thing. Yeah. It looks like the worst <laughs> thing ever. I watched yeah. <laughs> one key moment. We'll talk about in a bit because because it also happens in the second one. And Jacob leaned over, and was like, "This is crazy, right?" And I was like, "This is the craziest thing I've ever seen." Right? But you guys mm-hmm. go through it because I'll I'll just even say you guys remember the marketing. I said the Jenny Slate thing when this thing came out. All first impressions were, "Oh boy!" <laughs> like, "Oh, oh, look at that!" The CGI doesn't look good. What is right. Tom Hardy doing? And Jacob, you yeah. love this mm-hmm. man. What is he well, doing?
0: You know, we've talked about it, I think, before on this podcast a little bit. But basically, when this movie came out, um, you know, Joe was like, oh, this is going to be terrible. Like, it's, it's mm-hmm. you know, it looks terrible. And it did not look good. But uh, I said, <laughs> you know what? I think this is going to make a lot of money, though. Because, you know what? The masses, they just love Venom. So, they're going to see it. Yeah. And I was right. But, uh No, I think this is sort (laughs) of. I think your flag, you
1: did these movies. They're not good,
0: but they're. uh, And I think the second one is pretty much the same as the first. They're uh, unintentional (laughs) comedy is what. (laughs) Yeah, is what makes it work for me. So, like, if Tom Hardy was not acting insane in these movies, I would not enjoy them as much. But as it is, like, uh, that's what I like about it. The not even the comedy that's written into the movie, but the unintentional comedy when you're not supposed to laugh (laughs) because they're. They're trying to make it a comedy. It's supposed to be Yeah, and when they try to do that, it's not actually that funny. But when they try to take themselves seriously, that's when it's more funny,
1: I guess. When they fall on their face, it's entertaining. And the first had plenty of that. Like I I literally don't know the plot besides evil science man also gets a symbiote and then they fight. So basically you You have Riz Ahmed...
0: (laughs) In the first one, he's basically Elon Musk, right? Or a similar... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. evil type. science yeah. man, right, yeah. <laughs> and he's doing... Uh, evil he has guy, yeah. the parasites, or the, I keep saying parasites, symbiotes. They don't like that. Um, yeah, they're symbiotes. he's doing experiments on them. And I think Riz Ahmed was the one that was saying it weird in the trailer, and people are like, why is he saying oh, it hilarious. like that? Um hilarious. Yeah. And one of those is Venom, who, uh, through a series of events, goes into Eddie Brock and... And then, uh, yeah, then the evil one is riot in this one, which is like traveling across the world to find Riz Ahmed, and then goes into him, and then they have a big fight. And that's basically it. Yeah,
1: a CG fight, and then he he breaks up with his girlfriend.
0: Yeah, we kind of there's emotional he
1: stakes. Screws his whole <laughs> life over.
0: He's a he's like an investigative journalist. He's trying to mm-hmm. he thinks something's going on with uh, this evil science man's corporation. Oh, are you yeah. doing right.
2: evil science in there. I better go take a look. <laughs>
1: In the right correct- this case so in order to yeah. do
0: this he like steals files from his girlfriend's computer and gets oh she's a lawyer yeah, yeah gets yeah. her fired gets himself fired and like loses his For breaching
1: confidentiality of the law yeah <laughs> way to go eddie <laughs> so then
0: she breaks up with him starts dating this other guy who's like a super nice guy and a doctor uh basically his whole life is like terrible and i think that's the i guess the point is that venom changes his life and makes him special i guess and uh yeah,
1: but uh, but it's interesting. Uh, yeah, he kind of his whole life gets fucked up, and then and now he has an alien attached to him. But he, they do defeat Riot, yes. and it kind of looked like Carnage anyway. Like, they just I'd never heard of Riot before sure, that first Sure, and
2: a weird choice. But, Mike, a lot was said about the goop on goop because not enough color balancing on Riot versus Venom. Well, all the goops
0: look—they're kind similar.
2: similar. <laughs> well, are the there? Look, yeah. Do you see a whole network of when they come to Earth? Is there like a blue one, a yellow one? Kind of. I, I
1: think they show like we have multiple samples, but it's not like yeah. Because I think GAC, they, like, like, the evil GAC science might, guy has the blue subtle. and the yellow,
0: and like the yellow one, he he uses that to kill uh, Jenny Slate's character because he's doing <gasps> experiments on homeless people and stuff. So, um, yeah,
1: yeah. They're bringing in people and testing the the bond with the symbiotes. Anyway, it's bad science stuff. He cracks the case and he, 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 he saves the day. Right. Eddie Brock, he did it. And that's basically Venom 1. Well, um, but there's Mike, of,
2: there's uh, the one scene that yes. I looked up. Now, you guys didn't mention Michelle Williams at all. You said the girlfriend, but about her performance. Yeah. It's weird to have Michelle Williams in a blockbuster and Tom Hardy. This is kind of both of them totally, saying yeah. like, hold on. We're like... Unobtainable A-list stars for like dramas and stuff. What right. if our fucking kids are finally happy because we're in like a loosely associated Spider-Man property, right?
0: Well, that's the thing. When the mm-hmm. the casting was announced, I was like, okay, Tom Hardy, lo- love him obviously. Michelle Williams, she's always great in little indies and stuff so it's kind of a weird casting choice so that's why i was interested in yes. first i was like this could be good and then i saw the trailer and i was like uh oh, it's not going to be good
2: but no <laughs> and worth noting tom hardy turned down rick flag in the original suicide squad to mm. do venom so that he could develop it himself oh. with kind of more control
0: he should have been captain boomerang if you ask me <laughs> That <would have> been <laughs> no. hazard, he's like know. a he's like a more rich man's jai courtney yes Tom
2: Hardy. <laughs> I, I, a, a yeah, talented one because uh, we all know how i feel about Jake courtney but the, yeah. the reason i bring up michelle williams in the second movie mm-hmm. we get the she venom jacob goes yeah yes. wasn't that nuts i'm like yeah that was yeah. fucking nuts he goes it's a really big part in the first one i jump on the old youtube i hit up the she venom scene fucking hysterical yeah, so they. What do you think about.
1: Yeah, go ahead, getting a little smoochy from uh, She Venom to get the shoot back. I just back. don't know. That makes logical I sense. I just don't know.
2: I love, <laughs> I love writing in, in the second one that he is obsessed with her still, though, or that Venom is obsessed with her still from their short time together.
0: Yeah, and even Tom yeah, Hardy yeah. cannot let her go in the second one. Like, yeah. he's still kind of. He's still in love with Michelle Williams, but she's in this stable, happy relationship now. So the whole point of these movies is that Eddie and Venom are both huge losers, and that's why they work well
2: together, because they can be losers together. (laughs) Move on from your ex. Stay with your new partner. A little (laughs) black-talking head on your shoulder. (laughs) Right.
1: Yeah. So let's jump right into that and talk Venom, Let There Be Carnage uh, review right after this.
2: We're back, Normies. We're talking Let There Be Carnage, because I I feel a kinship with you, Eddie. (laughs) You're a loser just like me. Uh, We're talking just about the zaniest film I've ever seen, and we will be talking spoilers, Normies, so get ready.
1: That's right, yeah. Everything post-cred will come later, but main plot, it's all uh, out the window. And as we were saying, kind of the same thing as the first one, except instead of Riot... We, we get Carnage and Cletus Cassidy, right. Woody Harrelson, Woody Harrelson uh, doesn't keep the crazy wig that they, they had originally, <laughs> which is probably no. the best.
0: Yeah, probably. Um, I would say this about the second one. So, the first one, the unintentional comedy factor is what makes me like it. The thing is, when you're making a movie that you're trying to make good that ends up, like, so bad it's good, it's hard to replicate that on purpose. So, I feel like this one kind of... Kind of is like okay, you guys like that other one. I guess we'll kind of ham it up in this one uh, too. But it it feels a little more forced. I feel like what's interesting. So this was obviously directed by Andy Serkis. Uh, Tom Hardy had much more of a hand in the writing of this yeah. movie. I guess he rewrote a bunch of it like on the fly. So um, really interesting. But uh, they're giving it, they're giving Hardy more control. I guess.
1: Gotcha. Okay. And like you know, Andy Serkis coming over from you know, Marvel proper claw, you know, he's worked with them. It's like Sony's grabbing a little bit more foothold on Marvel yeah. proper. You know what yeah. I mean? Right. And the popularity so, of venom, the character, and it did make a lot of money and this is carnage is here. So like they're really gaining purchase. I think, uh, with the fans and weird. Right. Way.
0: And when I heard, so, you know, Andy circus signing on to direct. Well, that's interesting because, you know, Andy circus obviously started as a mocap capture artist kind of guy slash actor. Mm-hmm. He was the, obviously acted as Gollum, uh, uh, monkey guy, uh, you yeah, know, Caesar planning the Caesar. Ape, yeah. Dynasty. So he's Caesar kind of known home. for yes, that. Yes. Right. White cookie so Rocket, I'm thinking, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm thinking like, okay, I guess he's going to be, I guess they want someone who really knows their stuff with, like, mocap. So, like, for the Venom footage or whatever. But all the action scenes and the fight scenes in this looked really bad, right? Like, it was very blurry, a lot of camera shake, hard to tell what's going on at any time. So, it's almost like they're trying to hide their
1: mediocre CG. Yeah. So, let's, let's back that up a second then. Yeah. Because we talked about Venom and his look and the goop. Carnage, Right. Very, very kind of iconic look. It's the red and black. And it, even when it's animated, you, you kind of believe like it's constantly in motion or something. Um What do you think, Colin, of the look oh. of Carnage in this? I,
2: but again, Mike, I got to back you up one more step. One more time. Literally, <clears throat> you guys said it, but the post-cred scene was so yeah. bad in the first one with that wig like Sonic the Hedgehog, people bullied them into changing what he looks like for this. You got to start with, how does Cletus Cassidy look? Then right. how does Carnage look? I think True. Carnage looks pretty good. Woody Harrelson.
0: I don't get, like, it's so confusing what they're going for with that character. Like, it sounds like a cool idea, like a serial killer who gets a Venom symbiote and, you know, is super evil. But it's like, yeah. His backstory really isn't that interesting. His look isn't like, he looks like freaking, uh, uh, I don't even know right what.
2: Yet. He looks like oh, Ron Howard. Him. What if Ron Howard dressed like a cowboy just started like yeah. yelling at you from I was, across the street? He dresses like
1: he's Guy
0: Fieri. I
1: don't know. It's, <laughs> I, don't know he, I, I don't know if he's going to Vegas. It's like fear yeah. and loathing. He's got these tacky jackets and a convertible. Uh, like, what are you doing, Cletus? Ooh, Kathy? red,
2: my favorite
1: yeah oh man i don't know
0: I, yeah so that character really did not work for me and i think that they're trying to build on this relationship between him and shriek but it's just like okay they're both like evil and they're in love with each other i get
2: it it's can not I, that can interesting I, can I say something jacob i, I watched uh, the making of sam raimi's dark man one time where tony todd the Candyman actor. Talks about how like you know he's a bit player in that, and he goes, "I didn't really figure out who the characters were till I figured out what rings he wears." I think Woody Harrelson <laughs> saw that interview and was like Cletus sure. Cassidy. You know, he's not Cletus Cassidy until he puts on his third skull ring, until he buttons up his his skull uh, belk buttle, right. uh, mm-hmm. belt buckle. Right, belt
0: buckle. Very weird choices, and also. There's this movie, I don't know if you've heard of it, called Natural Born Killers, starring Woody Harrelson, which <laughs> oh, who, who is about a killer, <laughs> couple of killer, it's like Bonnie and Clyde, right? It's it's a kind yes. of a trope, yeah. so it's like, you wow. know, I don't know if that's a direct that's just reference me, by
2: starring Woody Harrelson, but... That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. I, boy, I don't know. Mike, I said this to Jacob. Mm-hmm. There was a time, and I, I corroborated this, I, I looked it up once I got home, Jacob. There was a time where Woody Harrelson had the best agent in Hollywood, Mike. He was on True Detective... He was on the Hunger Games. He was in a he was in a magic franchise called Now You See Me at the exact oh, same time yeah, as these other things. I remember
1: now. You see he was
2: making appearances on television. He was he was doing like live TV adaptations of old family sitcoms. And you're like yeah. Woody Harrelson is our world, our greatest well, comedian and actor of all time. Woody Harrelson is doing <laughs> Woody these Harrelson
0: from Dayton, Ohio. Um... Both wow. him and uh, McConaughey both got, like, huge bumps after True Detective Season
2: 1, I feel like. Because mm. the well, McConaissance was a thing, that wave. right? But the yeah. Woody Wake, the McConaissance <laughs> renaissance, the Woody Wake. He's yeah. just riding in that wake, <laughs> sure. baby. And Mike, I said to Jacob, I think he is the type of actor, and God bless him for this, because, look, I'm losing my hair, too. I think he's the type of actor who's bald, who does a project because he's like, what crazy wig could I wear in this project? That yeah. was his
1: choice, the first I'm, one. Hey, yeah. I'm
2: working all the time. If I go to Ralph's after set and I'm just wearing the wig, it's to save time because I'm just going to have to put it on tomorrow. <laughs> I'm just Woody with hair. <laughs> and it's like, Woody, buddy, yeah. wake up. Like, it's what kind of project. wig and what yeah. kind of
0: crazy costume can I wear? Because yes. I think what like kind of like the Zombie walk Land. can I do? Yes. yes. hmm.
1: Well, we, as we learned with um, Tony Lung, you know, he had to stop himself because he was walking like a character he had played before, right? So, Woody Harrelson <laughs> has just the same amount of detail wow. in his in Only study. great
2: actors do that, yeah. you know. He, Your walk uh, cycle he, will be different. But do you guys like him is the is the question I pose out there. Because I just said I usually like him. ever-present.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've seen all of Cheers. I liked him back then. You know what I mean? He's been around. Um, yeah. And I, I like Woody Harrelson generally. I don't like wow. Cletus Cassidy. That's right. right.
0: <laughs> That's what I think. Yeah, because Woody Harrelson, he's kind of like at this point in his career, he's like a crazy character actor who just shows up in different roles. He can do straight man too. That's kind of the benefit is he can do super wacky or he can be the straight man. But uh, So I like him normally, but I don't like his character in this movie. So Mike, you just yeah.
2: watched that Netflix Kate, didn't you? Did, didn't you say yeah. you watched that? Woody Harrelson is the the like elder statesman in that movie, right? He's yeah, like her yeah. trainer. Is he like he's wacky? The mentor.
1: No, he's pretty much your generic. I did it for well, it was. I did what was best. You know, you don't understand. You know, crazy typical. wig. He no can wig. play the straight no man because even in True
0: Detective,
1: he's yeah. the you know McConaughey is
0: the wacky one, and then he's the straight man in that. So
2: I guess so. It, the, the last thing it, no I want to say K, about though. him,
1: maybe a hat. <laughs> <But> anyway, <laughs>
2: well, but that's the move in Zombieland. He also finds a cool hat. The last mm. thing I want to say about him, legendary stoner, <laughs> legendary marijuana yeah. user. He has done it and been an advocate with Woody Nelson, like with with everyone for as long as you said cheers Mike for as long as he's existed to me or been on television yeah, yeah I think he'd be a cool
0: guy to hang out with you I know? think so yeah.
1: what do you I if want to hang out with him, yeah. of him <laughs> just not this character yeah. for me when I think of Cletus Cassidy, I think of like some like strung out like skinny dude who, who's not hiding the crazy behind this facade of poetry and whatever he's just fucking crazy and yeah unpredictable and dangerous woody harrelson's like waxing philosophic and it's like this is not what he reminded Cassidy me to me the he wouldn't most. care about what suit he's wearing sorry
0: yeah no um the, the thing he reminded me the most of in this movie was jesse eisenberg's lex Luthor from the superman movies and i don't think that's like a good comparison because um but he's kind of doing a similar Too thing much. where he's just like a weird guy you know and it's just like not working for me
2: just uh, to imagine young Mike reading Maximum Carnage, the one comic book I assume your parents <laughs> over buy and for over. you. <laughs> yeah, yep, just yep. page to page. They're it's like, like wow, pages. That kid loves it. And to see it see a trailer, you're like, awesome, they're introducing this character, one ticket for me. God, I wonder how much one of my favorite characters is gonna talk about the angel of his life in this. You're like,
1: <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it's
2: like, what is yeah. it up?
1: Man, because it's Shriek, right? His girlfriend. It's like, if you have a symbiote, you cannot have a relationship unless it's with the symbiote, right? Because, like, symbiote, I don't like your girlfriend, right? Yeah, they're, they're possessive. So, Carnage <laughs> doesn't like his girlfriend. Well, right. That's the so whole Woody thing. So, else has beef because her yeah. power is, like, their weakness, right? Right. And so, that's
0: what ultimately how they can defeat Carnage because the whole point of the movie is Venom and Eddie can work together. They're an odd couple. But at the end of the day, they are symbiotic. Cletus and Carnage were not... You'd think they were at first, but then
1: when it came down to it, they actually weren't compatible and that's what was their downfall. Which again, and Colin, please let me know if I'm incorrect. The one comic book that I owned and read, the pitch to me for Cletus Cassidy x carnage was Cletus is fucking crazy and he's so crazy, he has... He took no breaks, right? Like, Eddie Brock at least has a conscience. Cassidy doesn't. And so when it's him and Carnage, they're in perfect sync and they just... So, so it's wild. kind of like I the think Joe the exact opposite of this movie. Yeah, like Joe told us that he called himself I Am Carnage, yes, whereas yes. the Venom says we. So yeah, for, wild for them to have that, where they don't get along and that's how they can win, that's the opposite of what the character right. should be. So I'm kind of frustrated with the portrayal, even just on story note. So they didn't really understand you know, story note. the character. And
0: also, I just think the way they set up Cletus's backstory and everything wasn't that well done. Like, you never see him do any serial killer things. You just know that he's in prison and he's done all this bad stuff they find bodies later but they don't show him doing anything like sinister he's just in prison the
1: whole time i thought it's very kind of boring he setup. he's
2: mad he punches a brick wall when he gets caught yeah <laughs> yeah
1: yeah i don't know colin so what what do you think about like the relationship that cletus and carnage having this it,
2: to fast forward to the stuff jacob was talking about with andy circus here's what it comes down to guys again the question i'm always asking what are these movies about what are, what is this movie about Mike, you're talking about it's about this symbiotic relationship. Can other relationships survive? You know, if you're not doing the. Yeah. Again, sexual, romantic. We could throw all this in. Who knows, listeners? Yeah. The, The thing is. The original title for this film, Let There Be Carnage, means nothing, of course, other than I think he said it in the post-cred scene, right? In the first one with that crazy wig. He said, Let There's, there's be Gonna carnage. Be Carnage or something. Oh, he says, something. There's Gonna Be Carnage or something? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Again, I've said in this maximum movie. carnage like five times. In this movie, <laughs> he throws it out for some reason. Originally, Andy Serkis said they went back and forth. What we wanted to call the movie was Venom, Love Will Tear Us Apart. That is well, reference to a new order. The Joy division. Song. Joy division, Joy division and do, song.
1: Sorry, they do a version of it. It's it's orchestral. It's the final scene.
2: It's the final they song of the it. scene. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I,
2: I,
0: well, I, was, I think that's the biggest theme of the movie is the relationship between symbiote and human. Uh, Eddie
2: and Venom. Human, human, but but they Jacob, go through a part all of, this, of all this marketing where you have Tom Hardy going like it's actually romantic comedy you're like, who is telling him to say this? It's actually, right. if you think about it, it's actually a romance, or it's a buddy romance, or it's a bromance, or it's a, it's about a relationship. It's about many relationships. Again, it is, what yes. is this movie about? Love will tear us apart. You could say Eddie's love has been torn apart with Michelle Williams. You could say it's about his relationship with Venom. You could say it's about Cletus Cassidy and Shriek, a character I'm sure we'll talk about in a bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but again, the question is, whose idea is that? If Andy Circus mm. doesn't have the power to push that through, if Sony is Maybe the one who Tom seems Hardy. like it's moving this movie but if Tom oh. Hardy at the end of the day is getting writing credits, right. is he the one who's like it's a romance, it's a romance <laughs> you, <laughs> you know gotta I honor re- the romance of Venom I wouldn't be surprised if
0: it was him because Tom yeah. Hardy being a weird guy, he makes weird yes. acting choices a lot.
1: Well he's been through a lot too, like with his mental health and stuff, yes. and so right. it's like... Drug abuse. Th- yeah, so to have something that might be parasitic that yeah, you're learning and I think to live on with, your right? head, Yeah, but yeah. just just uh, in, I, I in choosing it. to do this role at all, I think he normally doesn't
0: pick like just kind of straight he wouldn't be up Captain roles America. Like this. He wouldn't yeah. be
1: Captain Boomerang or Flag.
0: Yeah, he so picked he
1: this he picked and I think this, this, and, and might he wanted be to make why. it
0: kind of unique in a way. And uh, I think that part of it is like the the only part that really works for me is the relationship with venom and eddie it's kind of a um you know i said like uh venom is a queer icon you know it's like a queer relationship it's not a heteronormative relationship they might not be sexual we don't know all the details but um they go through a period of separation in this movie where they have a falling out uh and then we get that great scene where venom goes to that rave or whatever and gives a speech about believing in yourself
2: Look, and I shut the best Joe part. down in our malignant episode where he was saying it was a trans allegory, so let's not step on this. This is something where the intent is so obviously throughout it. And Jacob, you calling it out immediately once we got out of the theater, my mind was blown. Even the yeah. use of pronoun correction throughout the movie. And like you said, hmm. this scene where he is at a queer rave, Venom yeah. is dripping in neon lights, <laughs> rave, you know, it's yeah, amazing. Yeah. Takes just feels the urge to take the <laughs> microphone, speaks to it. Hi hey, everybody, everybody! I know we're all here. I take hey, round of applause. We're all having a great night. I just want you to know, you can be yourself. We're coming out of the closet. We're coming out of the Eddie closet tonight. You should treat aliens better. We should treat ourselves with respect. I love right. you and God bless. And he just and like everyone lo- cheers drops for the him. Mic. Everyone cheers yeah, for yeah. him. I mean. Mike, I, let's talk about our theater situation. Are we we Jacob and I went to a packed one late. It a riotous applause during that moment.
1: <laughs> yeah, wow, people! Um, I didn't have a packed theater. I went to the local one, um, the Korean theater, so I got my subtitled experience as I prefer. Um, and it was the smallest theater. It's only a three screen theater, but Venom was playing on the smallest of the three. So mm. um, it wasn't a packed crowd. Nobody really went crazy it was during super that, popular scene, that scene. But I like that scene.
2: Yeah, Venom we were trying shirts. to get tickets. I mean, everyone was in line. The ticket lady was like, I know what movie you guys are here for. I mean, Jacob <laughs> and I were like, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I think that's probably more the typical experience, I think, for average people going to see it was what you I guys mean, saw. I mean, I knew it
0: was gonna be uh, popular again when the when the trailer when I went to see Shang-Chi and the Venom yes. trailer came on and people were going crazy during yes. the trailer before Shang-Chi. So I was like, "Oh, people are going to go see this movie."
2: We'll talk about the end of the future of all this, but I want us to know right now as we're recording this Normies and as you're listening to it the next day, it has made in its opening weekend more than the original Venom. And that is in the time of COVID.
1: Well, wow. Wow. The, I mean, the original film to made do that. The original made like 700 million, so this could, yeah, this should be the most successful like post-COVID era movie. That's yeah. crazy. And that's what I'm saying. Dude, like Joe
0: was pessimistic about it. It's, it's box office, the first one. I was like, no, dog. Like people love Venom for some
1: reason. <laughs> like the masses love Venom. They do, man. He's, yeah. Because he you once he came out, nobody wanted to be Peter Parker. They wanted to be Venom. They didn't want to be Eddie Brock either. They just wanted <laughs> to be Venom because he's edgy and cool and buff and like, yeah. you know, cool. Peter Parker's a nerd now. Get out of here, right? You know, I don't want to be... You know, I want to be Stone Cold Steve Austin. Get out of here with that. Right. And these movies,
0: they kind of do harken back to uh, earlier time in superhero movies. Like pre-MCU, they feel like early 2000s movies like
1: uh, Ghost Rider starring Nicolas Cage. (laughs) Catwoman. Great, great company to be in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But it is like weird. I think, you know, with Tom Hardy being a part of this. And having relationships be a big focus because, like the rest of it, the fighting that you pay your money for doesn't work. But the stuff no. with the relationship with him and Eddie that works, and like yes. you know, he lets his his fian- ex fiance or whatever she's with the new guy. He has to let that go, and it is a lot of themes of relationships, whether that's you know platonic friendship, romantic, whatever. That that is what the movie's about, and it is working best when it's the Eddie Venom.
2: Totally, Mike. With, I guess. This film follows the trope of a breakup in the middle of it, where they go their separate ways, and we get to see the yeah. montage of how they handle that and sort of dating Venom other sees people. See some other people, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> he does, yeah.
2: <laughs> also, isn't Venom just like
1: killing those people? Don't They're they dying, die? Yes. <laughs> they never really address that, but no, yeah, they don't. They are dead. <laughs> he says, "I have a, I've been having a hard time keeping them on their feet." <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, yeah,
0: <laughs> and I guess that's just because only certain people are can are like symbiotic with the so like Eddie Brock something in an, in his blood or in his body makes him symbiotic with venom, so he's able to stay alive. Maybe he produces more
2: yeah. of that thamalamine that he's after. Maybe oh, could be. Yeah, but that's what um,
1: science man in the first movie was <laughs> experimenting with homeless people on to figure right. out oh, they weren't how compatible. Do so they they die. Yeah,
0: brains yeah, and yeah. chocolate. That's the only thing he can eat
1: right yeah so what is the similar compound in brains and chocolate <laughs> Could you just synthesize that yeah um but yeah let's talk about the action then we kind of talked the theming it kind of works weirdly like you know they're doing a comedy maybe that doesn't land but it does have i think with doing the symbiote story i like yeah the mental and emotional side of and they do have living the, with uh, the thing the big climactic fight is
0: in a church with a bell and everything so they're almost like referencing the you know yes. when Peter Parker got rid of him right so
1: yeah
2: we gotta talk now about the visualization I didn't see the first one so this is my first exposure to like Venom, Venom yep I don't like how he looks. He's too big and bulky. We said Carnage looks cool. His power set, I thought, was super imaginative. Even though it's PG-13, you're never going to see the axe hand, like, lob somebody's head off. I'm fine with that. Yeah. But, Jacob said, the camera movements, Mike. The fact, the whip pans through the action, everything, you can't keep your eye on any of this stuff. Right.
1: It's already hard to tell what's going on when things are essentially buckets of liquid being thrown at each other. And then to (laughs) whip the camera around. And and you mentioned the the blade, right? I think Riot did like a blade move in the first movie too. Like we've we've shown control of the suit, right? But when Carnage does it, makes like those two spikes on his hand. Show a close-up of it. Put the camera still. Like show that this is cool. Like we see the axe, but it's just like happening as an afterthought of the CG artist. They don't, like, focus on, this is a cool power. Like, all the shit is in right. there. He's shooting spikes, but they don't, like, highlight it in a way to make it threatening. You know what I mean?
0: We do get that one shot of him in the church where he kind of does the cool pose, right, in front of the stained glass. Toiling, coiling, or you know, yeah. the
2: tendrils are all over the place. Jacob, yeah, that, apparently, it's, it's in and out of that shot <laughs> so key fast. Key yeah. Frame, yeah.
0: And I'm, I mean, they didn't explain anything in this movie like how uh, you know, he was conceived. How, why he has power that venom doesn't? Hands. He can expand. Yeah, he bites his hand and eats his blood, and that makes a new venom baby. I I've guess tasted
1: blood before.
0: That's <laughs> not it. <laughs> okay,
1: okay. Yeah,
0: and also Carnage can seemingly expand indefinitely. Like in the church, he's just like all over. You know, goop everywhere, but some- like.
2: I don't know seemed, what the, the rules are. one line, and Mike, if you caught this too, because mm-hmm. Jacob and I, I, I had to say it once we got, I was, did he say this? It seemed like the implication was, Carnage has been eating so many fucking brains and heads. Mm. His power set is just growing and growing. Mike, does uh. he say at one point, power up before he bites yes. on yes. someone's <laughs> head at the end fight scene? yes. Why he does, does he it do like a, a catchphrase?
0: <laughs> power up in he head. Yeah. It
2: does not sound like Woody Harrelson, who we should say is doing the voice of carnage like Venom. He was nervous about it, Mike. He, I read an interview where he oh, said wow. he asked Andy Circus to do it. He said, I don't think I should be the one who did it. He said, No, no, no. It's you. It's you, man. You, this is why I hired you. So I don't know. Very uh, weird. Yeah. And well, um,
1: I can explain the powered up bit because. Maximum Carnage released on the Sega Genesis, and the Sega Genesis was also home to Altered Beast, where you would collect orbs, which is the shape of a head, a human head, and then the guy would say "Power Up," and he would get more powerful. So there you go. They were doing a direct reference to Altered Beast. It must
0: have been. I knew it. I do yeah. think, um, you know, you mentioned these movies are PG-13. I do think that holds them back a lot. The first one and this one. Yes. They would have been much better. Like, Venom should be R-rated. You can't show the violence in any... Like, his whole bit is that he bites people's heads off and eats them. And you can't really show yeah. that in a PG-13 way. Yeah. I mean, they do, but it's like...
2: Cletus you know, Cassidy is a serial
0: killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what i say. You don't see him do anything serial killer-y and... Um, it's just, you know, the violence is very tame in this and I just feel like it definitely would benefit from a lot of violence and and gore and stuff. I
1: think that would... Yeah. I mean, mean, if wearing a shiny suit makes you serial killer, lock me up, number one, (laughs) right? But like, come on, like you can't... My cousin, uh, Chris, who's been on the show for Final Fantasy before, we would talk when we... you know We would talk, yeah, like you can't do a carnage story specifically maybe venom but you can't do carnage unless it's r-rated like it's not going to do it justice so yeah you know the portrayal everything on the carnage side really is a miss for me here
2: the most right. violent thing that happens in this movie and let's bring her in right now is a woman gets shot in the eye i think you don't even really oh, see yeah. that very clearly yeah when but shriek yeah. is shot yep
0: her weird backstory where she was shot by a cop and then we realized later that it's the cop that. Eddie's been hanging out yep. with and then that's a the whole thing that felt very tacked on I mean but I don't care about you know
1: shriek sh- at all
2: <clears throat> yeah this relationship this is a movie I mean Jacob you just said it about three people who are having a weird day meeting each other and then the one asshole who crossed paths with all three of them <laughs> for some reason yeah
0: yeah and I mean, I get what they're going for with the, again, it's like a Bonnie and Clyde thing. They're both, they're evil, but they're in love and they're doing all this, they're going on a rampage together. It's just, I don't
1: know. It's kind of a trope and, I, and I've seen it before and it's it, they don't do anything original with that idea. It reminds me of um, Andy Circus back to Peter Jackson, back to the Frighteners, like uh, Busey and that lady were doing a rampage and he was a better Cletus <laughs> Cassidy in that movie Absolutely. than Woody Harrelson is in this. Totally. The Jake
2: Busey would have been amazing casting, Mike. Just I would have seen that, that in the same second. Just playing same character
1: too, playing it the Absolutely. same way. That's what Cletus should have been like, not like Woody Harrelson yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in this. The only like, thing the right. we see him mm-hmm. do after he gets out of
0: jail, he goes into like a gas station. And I guess this is a reference to the comics too, where he's like Hey, you got any of them? Internets, and then like kills the guy, and then like hacks into the internet
1: using his carnage. Oh, power. I forgot. That's that he, like a reference to. I, I forgot. Right? That. He, he uses the internet yeah. with his carnage power. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey,
1: you guys remember when he became a tornado?
2: Mike, that, <laughs> that was happened. fucking awesome. I did forget that until the moment you just said that. But yeah. while it was happening in theaters, I was like, "This is dope as hell." He, That's what I say.
1: He's got so many powers that a tornado Venom doesn't have. Does he do that? The comment. I don't remember him ever being a tornado.
2: I, also, he was made in that second so I don't know he shouldn't have been that strong yeah, he gets already. made no. and
0: can immediately do a million different things that Venom he doesn't do anything
1: do. in the final battle that he didn't do when he was first born so I mean it's not right. like he powered up and like he can here's a powered question up. with the symbiotes power up he can like unform his body to let bullets pass through but like Woody Harrelson's in there like he's in Mike, there
2: like what happens <laughs> my question exactly so are we led to believe is it Total DNA rewriting when it's happening. Is he allowing us to look like this, shifting, and then when we're Venom, we're still us? It's not Eddie inside doing all that? I don't know, because we see that
0: the symbiotes can leave and enter bodies whenever they want to, so I don't
1: know how... I don't know how it any of it works like and they don't supposed really explain to be it. on top of you and you just get a little bit here. He but
2: shoots those bullets through the yeah, hole Mike. That how did breaks he it do it all down? that?
1: Cuz they'll like talk and pull it back out of their head for a second or like yeah. you would see in Spider-Man they like pulling it away from your skin. Like it's just on top of you. It's not rewriting your molecular structure underneath just making him more right, durable. But when Cletus shit, so.
0: changes it does look like he's changing like on a molecular level yeah so into Carnage. they don't explain it that shoots
1: the poison
2: out of his body as he's getting executed that's right yeah yeah
0: so i mean yeah again they don't explain anything in this movie uh so it, I guess minutes? it doesn't really matter. It's quick. It yeah.
1: fast, Jacob. It does go fast.
0: That's that's the benefit is that I feel like this movie and the first one were both very short. And they feel like they it's shot the a bunch of stuff. Of a and bad they, movie. <laughs> well, they, they, I think the studio realized after they shot it, and they're like, all right, we're going to chop this into the shortest possible time and just get in and out, you know
1: clean in, clean out. Nobody gets hurt.
0: Forget it. We're, we're only
1: in it for the post cred, <laughs> yeah. guys. Just forget about it. We'll get to that in a second. I do want to say, yes, I guess this is my final, like kind of look at carnage. Like this is for me who only had the one comic book and had the toy and was looking forward to this character. W- they really shit the bed on it. I mean, like visually it kind of looks like carnage, but they don't highlight the powers. Cletus Cassidy is not Cletus Cassidy. It's watered down with the whole shriek thing. He's not crazy. So I'm I'm pretty disappointed, and the fact that he's dead now is also a bummer. And there's not gonna be another chance. You get that symbiote on somebody else, but like they they really fucking shit the bed. uh, I mean, yeah, they killed Riot
0: in the first one. They kill Carnage and Shriek in this one. We assume. Yeah. I do want to mention. So the ending, not the credit scene, but the uh, just a tease for Venom three. Apparently, so the cop that's with them in oh, the end yeah. you see that he has like blue eyes or whatever apparently that's supposed to be teasing he's going to be toxin and which is the son of carnage and the grandson of venom apparently mm-hmm. so toxin is going to be uh in the third one maybe
1: grandchild i don't know if we can gender the symbiotes but <laughs> yeah
2: i think they i guess yeah they they are <laughs> yeah yeah the third B-sexual. generation, yeah, right. <laughs> Would you guys want another symbiote? Simul- I mean, again, that's their thing. I guess every Venom movie should be him fighting another color of the spectrum. But is that I satisfying? guess? I mean, wow, if it's a more distinct, race. like Riot.
0: I don't know what Captain Riot Planet. did that was distinct yeah. in the first one. He was just kind of a, another Venom, and it wasn't that interesting. Carnage is at least a little distinct in his look and his his powers, the tendrils, and, and all stuff. that stuff. Yeah yeah toxin i don't know anything about him but uh i don't
1: really know what you do with venom 3 i don't want to you see don't? another goop monster royale <laughs> you know and the only cool one is carnage like to me like i don't want to see a new different one riot sucked you like jacob it. said yeah we, we've done it so now do right. anything else please
2: everyone said that first movie mike i remember when it came out people were like why isn't carnage just the bad guy
0: yeah. I guess they're saving. That was their dark night. You don't want to give the Joker away
1: in the first one. Yeah, right. right. So, but, if Heath uh,
2: Ledger had been at the end in post-credit scene of Batman begins, going, There will be jokes! Who will be laughing? No one will be laughing. <laughs> we, then. We, all, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we will all think that was
0: a classic. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. But with the implications of the after-credit yeah, scene, let's do we even know what's going to be. Yeah.
2: What um, the hell was that? We don't
0: know what the. <laughs> Well, I think it's uh, you know pretty self-explanatory, right? So
1: the that is well. <laughs> well I'm saying this said like I'm just on a, on a vacation now and yeah, right. so yeah. <laughs> rewind,
2: rewind, um, yeah, rewind, rewind, yeah, rewind. Yeah, yeah. The first shot of this movie is a title card that says Marvel. It's gigantic and red, and says Marvel in the beautiful Marvel logo as it does in every one of these movies we see. Mm-hmm. And then written in colored pencil at top and white is. In association in- <laughs> with? And you know yes. right there, it's not Marvel, but it's close. Now, guys, <laughs> brave new world territory. It yeah. seems pretty clear going forward. Let's say what it is that yeah worlds are colliding. We've been seeding. The yeah,
1: the multiverse has been getting seated, in everything from Loki to what if. And um, we're getting multiverse of madness. So obviously we know, you know, and there's rumors of the new Spider-Man having multiple characters from other you know sam raimi era and sony era you get dr octopus so clearly we knew that that's happening we just were never sure if venom was going to be invited to the party and this confirms it i mean he licks tom holland on tv and says that guy's a snack and uh i think it was uh (laughs) he's not wrong it
0: was like the most expected unexpected thing Yes. That I could have seen. Like, (laughs) I was like, it was unexpected when it was happening, but I was like, well, I guess I kind of, that's what I expected to happen. What
2: else could it be?
0: Yeah. But when he's kind of, so that's basically that flash of light or whatever. That's Doctor Strange doing the spell that we see in the trailer for Spider Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's shifting to the MCU universe now. But whether he stays in that universe or he goes back to his own universe in Venom
1: 3 or whatever. Who even oh, knows? You right? know for sure that from a business sense, Venom is only invited on a probationary period. <laughs> like, there's no guarantee. You, you
2: cross that billion dollar line, <laughs> you, you can come play. But
1: until then, yeah. But uh, here's a question, though. Is this a good thing or a bad thing? It's like,
2: Sony, well,
1: are they bad that's at the movies? Question. I think they are, <laughs> except for Spider Verse.
0: Mostly they have been, yes.
1: So, <laughs> is this the beginning of the end for Marvel? <laughs> Inviting your boyfriend over. That,
2: that's such a wonderful question, and it's interesting to talk about it without Joe, our, our big Marvel guy. Yeah. But we have had the continuous vision of 25, 26 projects brought on by one guy who mm-hmm. goes, This is all together. I'm in charge of this. This is my sandbox. Yep. He is opening up the corners of that sandbox now, and you have motherfucking Amy Pascal. Breaking down the rest of it, trying to, like, fucking force her hands in and grab as much as she can before she gets kicked out. Yeah. And is that a good thing, Jacob?
0: Well, let me give you my (laughs) pitch, okay? I have no knowledge or information about this, no insider information. My pitch for after, uh, post-Spider-Man The Way Home or whatever – um, the way home.
1: <laughs> yeah, here's what I think should happen: so you all these leave different your home ca- and buy movie tickets for this film.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, you you get all these different characters from different universes. Maybe you know you get Tobey Maguire Spider-Man characters coming in. Maybe Andrew Garfield. My pitch is that when it's all reset or whatever, and Venom goes back to his universe, the Andrew Garfield, the Amazing Spider-Man goes back to that universe with him. They reboot. The Amazing Spider-Man starring Andrew Garfield oh, in the Venom universe oh, and they are cool. like
1: adversaries or, I, or I, sort of rivals. I love that because because Sony right? makes a certain kind of movie with a certain tone, like The Amazing Spider-Man. This does, like if you look at the color grading, everything kind of about it, the humor. Yeah, they would fit a lot better yeah. than like Tom Holland and Tom Hardy together. It doesn't
2: I seem like see they that.
0: would fit. Yeah. But the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man would fit perfectly so, in this universe.
2: Yeah gray white hair 60 years old hey eddie brock i heard you were talking shit about me (laughs) right but with
0: the the andrew garfield ones they weren't that long ago a lot of people thought you know they deserved a third movie andrew garfield's a huge spider-man
1: fan he would definitely like be into doing another spider-man he's he's, not that old he's an older spider-man now so it could be a little edgier like these are right wow yeah
0: and they were edgier like they obviously killed uh Gwen Stacy and everything so they're a little darker and I think that would fit a lot better in the Venom universe so let's do it Sony that's what Call you do me. for Venom 3 Spider-Man's yeah, back
1: baby <laughs> I mean that's better than anything else I can think and what's of good, honestly what's good about that is then it allows Sony to make their Spider-Man movies but then Kevin Feige can close the, <laughs> the sandbox again you know, yeah. Right. You'd be like, okay. Like, okay this this Tom is mine. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then you, you have a universe. universe. Yeah. My
2: beautiful baby boy. The can I tell you guys the missing piece you are not considering though. Hmm. That's fine. We're talking about Marvel proper. Yeah. If you recall? Dial it back again. We're traveling back in time. The first Venom comes out. People go, "Well, you can't have Venom without Spider-Man." Mm-hmm. Like, no, no, no. Yes, you can. I'm like, no, you can't have Venom without <laughs> Spider-Man. No, no, no. We're gonna figure it out. Don't worry. Don't worry. And we're very excited to tell you this is the first of many of Spider-Man's villains. We're going to be given his own spinoffs. Yeah. Tom right. is just the first. We just hired this guy, Jared Leto to play a vampire. And I oh, remember all of us going like, Oh, hold on, hold on. Stop, stop. <laughs> Hit the brakes. What are you talking about? Crazy so movie yeah.
0: Is coming out in January, these right?
2: Sony movies, Jacob. Do you think that could tie into this runoff of get these assholes a Spider-Man?
0: I think, yeah, let them have the amazing Spider-Man. I mean, Spider-Man and The Amazing Spider-Man have been running, like, concurrently in the comics, right? For, you know, forever. Since
2: they were made.
0: So why not let... Sony just have Andrew Garfield have Blizzard all everything from the Amazing Spider-Man movies is now part of the Venom universe. Yeah, Eddie
2: Brock's gonna be in the (laughs) post credit of Morbius. He's gonna be like, "Hey, Morbius, I I just watched on the TV this guy named Spider-Man. We gotta go beat him up, okay?"
1: Well, he's a toxic, not toxic Avenger. What do they call the 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 lethal? lethal, What if halfway through this?
2: What if halfway through this Venom said to Eddie, "Well, you know." I'm the Toxic Avenger, right? <laughs> That's right. I'm <laughs> like, oh, what?
0: I had a lot of childhood no, they're the trauma. lethal protectors because they the are. They protect protector.
2: people, but they also kill <laughs> they the bad people. Killing. We don't yeah. fuck around. We yeah. kill.
1: Yeah, yeah, the lethal protectors. Um, yeah. Use those brains. Just give Pascal, Andrew Garfield... And say you can keep seventy five percent of the money. Just accept this, and you don't get Tom Holland. And it's like, yeah, please. I think that would make everyone you happy. <laughs> Kevin Feige would be happy. Amy Pascal would be happy. And it gives these villains everything. that you're setting up something to do. And it's a yeah. better fit for the tone, I think, than Tom Holland would be. Totally, you're, you're a genius. Aaron
2: Taylor Johnson totally. is doing a craven movie that they signed up for. That would be the third of oh, these. Boy. Jacob, they like you're saying, need something. And what you do is you
1: build up all these villains, and then you say, "Holy shit! There's so many villains. We don't have a Spider-Man in this universe." <laughs> and then pops out, right. "Holy shit! Where am I? There's so many villains here. I guess I better start stopping them." You know, and there you well, go. Well, that's like
0: Eddie Brock is supposed to be the well, he'll help Spider-Man, them. the hero. So I guess yeah, a team struggle. up between we gotta have a tussle uh, first
1: though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then so Lex like Luthor, Luthor be will kidnap one of their
2: moms. <laughs> hey,
1: and if I had right. pick, don't beat me to it, if I had to pick, why'd one you say Spider-Man? <laughs> what do you say, Uncle Ben? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you say that name? Um,
2: it's his uncle's name. <laughs> <if> there's
1: <laughs> my name's my
0: uncle's name was Ben too. What uh, the is hell? that true? Uh, <laughs>
1: I had an uncle that's space named Ben too. Um, uh. But like, if there's one of these Spider Men that I want to see wear the symbiote suit, because that could be an arc. Give it on to Garfield. Let, let Garfield rock that thing. That'd you be know? Cool. And then Tom do doesn't have all it for the bit. stuff
0: that. Yeah, yeah MCU it. doesn't want to do MCU wants to lean into this kind of Iron Man ish Spider Man yeah. with, with a suit He's a with kid.
2: technology. <laughs> We're having yeah. fun, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: so you could do your dark and edgy stuff. So we've talked about what is the best idea, but now what do we think is going to happen? When do we see Venom in the MCU? It's not going to be in the new Spider Man, right? I mean, that would be too much.
0: I don't know. That's a good question because it's like, is he going to make an appearance? Is he going to be a been
1: planned? A major character, right? Yeah that's something we just got to no wait guess. and see. I have no it's idea. It's
2: just it's just a wild card.
1: Yeah, cuz we have Eternals and all this stuff coming up. It, we would have heard a rumor or something, right? So I don't know when he's going to appear. Maybe this scene is just to say maybe one day, buddy. Like they just haven't thought of it yet. Spider-Man 4, I don't know, but we're it seems like we're years off from having that answer revealed to us.
0: Unless he does show up in the new Spider-Man, it would just be insane and then they have Green Goblin, they have Doc Ock, they have uh, Electro or whatever. And yeah, from they the have Sony them.
1: side. <laughs> but Doctor then wouldn't Strange. we, if we're getting these
0: Sam Raimi characters, wouldn't we get Topher Grace? Maybe we get a showdown between Topher Grace, Eddie Brock and Tom Hardy, Eddie Brock. Maybe there's are CGing insane, uh, but, uh, uh,
1: him and Topher as we speak. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> yeah, maybe.
0: I mean, that sounds insane, but who knows? I mean... Topher would just say, Eddie, nice truly? suit. truly...
2: <laughs> we won't know until the moment it's released. That yeah. is one of those copy and paste movies. I think, kind of how they dealt with Infinity War two, where it was like, once this thing hits the theaters, that's it, and only like three of us have seen it how it really is. And, and I think mm-hmm. that's when we'll get our answers. Yeah. Unfortunately, it
0: seems like this new Spider Man movie. It's either going to be really interesting or it's going to be a huge disaster.
2: Yes. Right? <laughs> yeah, the Spider Man movie jacob to reiterate your venom bookings that's an easy bill because so many people like my mom has asked me and been like did you know all the spider-mans might be in a movie and i'm like <laughs> what are you even saying to me <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: yeah i think it's so good jacob you really hit a home run i think run. sony
0: should give me a job now yes
1: well you do better than I did a better job than amy pascal am i right <laughs> yeah dude and uh <laughs> They probably could have saved Carnage. Rest in peace, Carnage. Sorry that they uh, did a terrible movie for you. Do you guys think
2: Carnage did the Sony hack and got Amy fired with his tendrils?
1: <laughs> oh, man. The they leak. could
2: probably bring him back somehow. I mean, I know they <laughs> showed Venom eating
0: Carnage and yeah. then yeah. killing... Eddie Brock or ca- killing Cletus Cassidy. Putting the his flash of off. light
2: at the end of this thing, Jacob, that's the shakeup of the snow globe to me that's like riot and carnage open in Anything's the third possible. movie. possible. Yeah, they're just yeah. swinging around town yeah. and Venom's that's catching true. them.
0: Truly. I mean, and if you can get Green... Jake
2: Busey is can Cletus in- from that universe. you can
0: Alfred Molina doc off, why not? You
1: know? Yeah, why not? I guess. So, We'll. well I guess we'll have to see where we land after the universe is all scrambled up, but yeah, it does give them the opportunity to just do a refresh, like a major comic book event generally does. Like, I don't know, just throw in a blender and we'll reset, you know? Yeah.
0: Either way, it's exciting times in the, uh, MCU and, uh, the Marvel movie industry, right? Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but all right, listeners, uh, this is our symbiotic relationship where you get to listen to us and we get to, uh, hear your feedback. We're going to give, you our feedback and our final thoughts coming up after this for venom let there be carnage. you want with me on the cold block? Nice. now you front row for the spotlight Not a
0: in
2: the Just overseas for a for We're back We have fallen from outer space to this pitiful planet called Earth where we've been living a lot of lives and now, unfortunately, the host we're on has to die so that we can say goodbye and give our final thoughts
1: on Oh, no. That. The hosts are dying. That's not good. That's right. That's
2: us, the hosts.
1: Oh, man. So, I guess I'll jump in. Final thoughts. Again, very disappointed. It was a depiction of Carnage. Uh, it felt like it was handled incompetently on every front, from the CG to the character to the casting. Miss, miss, miss. But what I do enjoy about this movie is how weird Eddie and Venom's relationship is and their little breakup spat That stuff is fine. The Venom side of this is unconventional as maybe it seems works in comparison to the dumpster fire. That is the carnage side is someone who's a big fan of that character and wanted to see it done right. Not rated R as we said. So that's kind of where I'm at a little bummed, but I'm excited to see what the hell happens in the MCU. Also as a result of the post credit.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty much right there with you. Um, I don't think the casting was bad necessarily. Like it could have been it could have worked. It, it just was like if it was a totally different concept of the character maybe, but I still I think about Woody
1: Harrelson. Get that guy.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, uh Bill, Bill Skarsgård. Yeah.
2: yeah. You know the other movie I was just thinking that we left out of his repertoire? Uh mm. Solo a Star Wars story.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. He's in the Disney family, so that's another you know? Hey, hey, Amy Pascal! You know, it's right. like we're just like you, Marvel. We got your, your team, right? Oh, um, but
0: yeah, I pretty much uh, agree with you. Like the best part of it was the Eddie Venom relationship. Uh, didn't really like Carnage. Didn't really like Shriek. Uh, it was the thing I can say about it, it was quick. It was fast moving. It was in and out, <laughs> and didn't waste my time, which I appreciate. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so I give it a you know it's five out of ten. Five
2: tendrils out of a hundred? (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, What was the best part of seeing this movie, Jacob? It was that, you know, to defend seeing movies live right now, which is, of course, still dangerous. If you're not feeling comfortable with it, we understand. But Mm -hmm. the fact that I sat there and had a blue raspberry icy the entire time, Jacob, something I would never get if I was at home and just, you know, had a ball of a time watching a movie with you.
0: The, The theater experience was fun. And remember when the uh, the after credit scene came on and he was watching that like Spanish-language soap opera? Everyone was losing their minds in the theater. We, we didn't know what it, it was. We saw it in a
2: theater where a lot of people were, were chuckling and nudging yeah. each other during that oh, part. Wow. We are like, what's going This seems great. On? I have no idea. Yeah, I love that. The That's moment great. this movie ended, I had had a thought in my mind the entire time, and Jacob fucking beat me to it. I can only talk about the second one. He leaned over to me and he said, now, why was Andy Serkis the director of that movie? What did Andy Serkis bring to that movie? And it's Mm -hmm. the question you have to ask yourself because it seems so deliberate of a guy who is attempting to reinvent a new part of his career. He's only directed one movie prior to this. Right. Warner Brothers' dark take on the Jungle Book Oldly. that they offloaded to Netflix after the success of Jon Favreau's Jungle Book.
1: Right, and he right. did some second unit stuff on the Hobbit movies. Sure. Mm-hmm. Just because they were so rushed. They're like, we just need to get out there with the camera, Andy, and do that shit.
2: Mike, spoilers for our listeners, we might be talking a lot about that performance coming up here pretty That's soon. That's true. And Ooh. when you consider... The masters that he has worked with and the performances he's done and, like Jacob said, the expertise to mo-capture he would bring, you would think instead of Peter Jackson that this guy's career was doing the Transformers for our beloved Transformers series with the eye and touch that he brought to this movie. It's rushed. It's pathetic. At every level. There's dialogue where Shriek at one point says, if you're wondering why I'm here, it's because I incapacitated your boyfriend. Would that character say incapacitated? (laughs) Probably not, considering she has no education and grew up effectively mute by herself. And this is a a screenwriting trick uh, for potential people out there. When Joe and I write a movie, you can get really in your head of am I going to really sit here for four hours to try to come up with the perfect line? So instead you do a lot of shortcuts to just fill up the page and get yourself going to another draft. And you put in temp lines that are like, well, what needs to happen in this scene? Well, Shriek needs to incapacitate her boyfriend so that they can sort of like just attack him solo. All right. Mm-hmm. So Shriek, atta- Shriek says, I ant- I incapacitated your boyfriend. You know, that's just what you do. This is a screenwriter who we said it's Tom Hardy gets story credit with this young lady. This is one of I think four movies she's written. They're all bad. I can't remember them off the top of my head. You just have to wonder. You just yeah, have to wonder. There's so much meddling here.
0: The the script is yeah, not particularly good or interesting like there's no like lines it's that really points. stick out.
2: It's yeah, so I bad. Think
0: the only the only thing that's good is like Tom Tom Hardy I assume just ad-libbing through the whole thing and having fights with himself in his head. Um but right. I think the the what you can say about Andy Circus, it feels like a a workmanlike directing uh, performance, like it could have been anybody uh, as long as they can shoot, you know, action and, and stuff. Like Ruben yeah. Fleischer was the director of the first one. You need to one. shoot
1: action. You need to shoot the back plate because the CG artists are doing all that shit right. for you anyway. Right, of
2: course.
0: And like Ruben Fleischer, I guess him and Tom Hardy didn't get along on the first one. Um, I don't Shout really director. like him as a director either but it's just like anyone really could have directed like there's no distinct style or anything like that in this movie it's just very For either. Non- no no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah
1: basically you could you can't tell who directed like n- neither one has a spark of style like you Right. It and
0: doesn't people, look like know, yeah
1: some people will complain about
0: MCU movies kind of all being similar, all looking similar, but uh, at least, you know, they have a house style that they kind of go with. And then the director of whatever project can put kind of their own spin on it to a certain degree. This, it just feels like, uh, you know, again, it feels like a a superhero movie from the, from the two thousands. I think Sony
1: has a house style and then it is that superhero movies from the (laughs) two (laughs) thousands.
2: But guys, if it was really made around those times, they would have cast Patton Oswald or whatever comedian to be the voice of Venom. Jacob is right. right in that the shining light through all of this is the the choice and dedication for Tom Hardy to ping pong off of himself creates the strangest chemistry where you go, is that guy really just like <laughs> bipolar and insane? Because they're capturing that like lightning in a bottle.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Colin, you mentioned how many times like a char- like he's like talking to himself and a character is like uh, is he like talking to himself? And, like they do that like constantly. Like when he goes into the women's restroom and it's like having an argument with Venom, and then like the person like looks over. It's like
2: it's like they uh, do that gag so many who? times. It's the button to every scene.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, speaking of talking voices, why why doesn't Carnage sound closer to Skeletor than he does? Why does he <laughs> sound so tough? Why is he right. not like in the higher? Why did they make his voice sound like that? I'm they so got Mark Hamill to do the voice. He's not uh, cackly and like, hey, hey I'm no. I'm crazy. He's like, oh fuck you, dude. You know, he's just yeah. like Venom. He still sounds tough. It's it's I hate it, man. Yeah. I'm so mad.
2: <laughs> yeah, this movie sucked. It's, it it was awesome to watch. And here's the thing where I'm going to defend next to this Malignant. This movie sucks.
1: It was awesome <laughs> to
2: watch. <laughs> it was because it's a comedy, like Jacob said. Put that on there. Joe's whole argument with Malignant was, is this intentional? You know, what's happening yeah. here? Yeah, you know, We can't differentiate. You can in the sense of uh, – There's just the different tiers of I am so much more lenient on Malignant for what it's doing as an original property, as Mm -hmm. a take on something. Opposed to Venom where they go, look, we've got, you know, we got a million things we got to hit. It's not even considered. I looked at the Wikipedia. It's not considered a horror, an action or anything. It's just called in the superhero genre. This is a Venom film in the superhero genre. Right. Okay. It's I don't know. It it. doesn't do
0: anything interesting. I feel like. Again, Tom Hardy, he just said, you know, find me the most generic studio project that I can sign on to and do some kind of weird performance art performance inside of this bland studio project. I feel like that's what the Venom movies are. I
2: need $50 million because of a divorce, and I also (laughs) need my artistic integrity that you're going to let me do whatever I want when I get there. Yeah. And I think Amy Pascal came a calling.
1: I think so because Sony doesn't know what it's doing, and now it's giving him <laughs> writing credits, and yes. you know, so it's like they're like whatever you want, man. We yeah, made I mean, Sony notoriously, notoriously; they don't care has not if it's made bad. Good decisions,
0: right? The only good decision they've made in the last like decade or whenever was the
1: uh, you know the multiverse uh, you know. Well, it's into the Spider Verse into yeah. the Spider Verse, yeah, and, and, yes. and holding that character ransom. That's yes, all. They, yeah. That's all they have,
2: <laughs> but worth mentioning. Right. And just the last thing I want to say of it all, don't you think the writing credit stuff is this this new attitude? And I think we're going to see this a lot from certain spoiled bratty stars, Vin Diesel, The Rock, yeah. a couple of these others. Don't you think they're all jealous of Ryan Reynolds, who just seems to get to run the house on original movies and gets to say, people like me for who I am. And I kind of play a character, but I'm not really because I'm Ryan Reynolds. And I get the writing credit. don't you think mm-hmm. that drives these other leading mm-hmm. men insane that he, he just gets to do that? <laughs> well Vin Diesel
0: oh, go ahead. I think definitely should have you know input on the the fast franchise because without him that that never would have been a franchise, right? Of course, of course. True. So I gotta defend Vin. But uh yeah, the Rock, I mean I live my not life a, a huge fan million of. of the time. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of The Rock's like Persona in movies to, to be honest I think I don't Vin think The Rock's
1: interested in writing The Rock just wants to show up do The Rock's job and get out You know The Rock yeah. doesn't want to write movies I don't know yeah. Mike
2: I think he's very interested In setting up the chess pieces Of how he looks that day Which it, it would more and more with Jungle Cruise It's going to uh, come yeah, down to yeah. him behind another guy Who's typing going Jungle Cruise. Hey you know you make sure that I look good in Jungle Cruise <laughs> True Here's, here's yeah. my thought about yeah.
1: the, the Writing credits then Remember when we had Edward Norton Hulk and then we didn't yes. have Edward Norton Hulk? Yes. Because they didn't let him have more control? Yeah. Well, now we see what happens if you do. You're so, so uh, right, Mike. <laughs> yeah. So one studio, Marvel, said, we're not going to do that. And another studio did, Sony. Right. And then and also this is another studio, Fox, did, but that ended up working Deadpool. out for them because Ryan Reynolds is very good. And yeah. with the
0: and MCU in yeah. particular, <laughs> we've seen this, like, they've, you know let directors go they've let you know uh ant-man it was edgar wright was going to do ant-man and they're like well he's not going to do what we want him to do so they had a party so that's their way you know love it or hate it mcu like it's you know it's always going to be what they want over any individual person
1: Mm -hmm. yeah so sony you are a fascinating mess and at least have they have, some Playstations. High highs. You have yes. PlayStations. You do PlayStations. So you're doing things.
2: Here's the thing, Normies. Put your symbiote on. Let it hack into your PlayStation. And make sure it goes to at normies underscore like underscore us. It rates, reviews, and subscribes this podcast because that helps us out. It really does. And while you're there, you're going to hit that follow and go to our YouTube page and watch this stuff. Jacob's putting these videos together. You're not going to respect <laughs> Jacob by watching these videos he worked so hard on. Come on. You need to go watch them right now. <laughs> Thank you, Venom. Eddie. It's very rude. I need to watch the video.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Where's the new Normies Like Us content? Uh, well, it's on uh, the YouTube, just like Colin said, yeah. That's Check right. Check it out. That's right, Venom. <laughs> <laughs> and let us know your, your thoughts and opinions on uh Did you like Carnage? Do you like um, Woody Harrelson and Cletus Cassidy having a girlfriend? And I don't know. What's your favorite brand of suit?
2: Sure. Sure. Do, you, do you dress like Guy Fieri? Well, I was
1: saying, what's your favorite type of suit, and is it symbiote? But, you know, I <laughs> <laughs> guess that'd be it.
2: Uh, all right, we've been your hosts. This is uh, Cletus Collin.
1: Mike Biote. This is
0: Eddie
2: Cobb. Hi, everybody. This is Venom.
0: Goodbye,
1: Norbase. <laughs> you guys really killed that podcast. It's me, Carnage. All right. <laughs> oh, Carnage is here? <laughs> Maximumly. All right. Bye. My name is Optimus Prime, leader of the Autobots. If you don't like, share, subscribe, or visit our YouTube, remember, I will kill you.